1: My counselor, Rand Teed, he's a national treasure. Here's his one fundamental thing. Don't be a dink. So it would be pretty sad if the NFL came out and restricted the media even more. Hey, Devontae, you're storming off the field. Maybe and there's a guy cutting in front of you. Maybe just stop. How about that? How about that? That's it. Life comes down to don't be a dink. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Does oh, it that for- Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. This should be interesting. Should be a very interesting day. It's episode number 892 of your favorite daytime sports talk show. Coming to you live from beautiful sunny South Florida and I think coming to you from Toronto, downtown Toronto or wherever the Moose Darren Moose DuPont is hanging his hat these days. Uh, We're going to bring him in here via video. What's going on, Moose? How are you? I am fantastic. I hope my video quality improves throughout the show, but I'm good. Uh, Well, we're not off to a great start. So, yeah, I might be carrying this opening segment in the balance of the next two hours by myself, but we'll see how it goes. Um, Coming up on the program today, it's a very busy show. Nice work, Clark. You really pulled a rabbit out of a hat, Clark. We've got Ryan Leslie going to join us on the very day Of Matthew Kachuk, Ryan Leslie, the host of Calgary Flames Sportsnet Broadcast. Tonight, it's the Florida Panthers at the Calgary Flames. Matthew Kachuk's long-awaited return, and this is not going to be the poll question, but it could be. I want to ask you people in Alberta right now that are watching, whether it be on Game Plus TV, YouTube, or even listening on WQEE, please tell me what kind of reaction will Matthew Kachuk receive tonight in the Saddledome? After leaving Calgary, after what, six, seven seasons? This offseason, is he going to get booed? Is he going to get cheered? I'm pretty sure they'll give him a video tribute. They have to, I would think. Um, Ryan Leslie will join us in advance of that game. My good friend Matthew Barnaby is going to join me. I'm three chapters into his book, Matthew Barnaby Unfiltered. I'm going to tell you, these autobiographies are a handbook for life. So we're going to talk about Barney's book. It came in the mail yesterday. And I couldn't, I'm tearing through it. I'm three chapters down and uh, put it away because I had to watch the Panthers in the orders last night, which we'll get to. And also Gus for get on the bus, Gus, the pro bowl quarterback will be joining us from Pittsburgh to talk NFL. Um, Kevin, the medium is what, what, what is going on? Kevin has just written in and goes, is anybody else having connection issues? Uh, Is it, just me? Is it everybody else? What's, what's going on? Clark, can you tell me? I knew today was going to be a very interesting day. Oh! So Clark says it's a glitch on their end. It's fixed, and away we go. Moose, how are you doing through that opening preamble? Can you count to 10 and tell me what's going on in your life today? <laughs> yeah, I can.
2: Uh, I'll do my best, and I hope it's okay. Um, you're coming through really good today. Okay. And... I'm wondering, in Matthew Barnaby's book,
1: have you got two parts yet that the Sabres don't like? No. No, I haven't. And um, you guys tell me, is it good now, Clark? Are you happy with everything? With the connection? Okay, we're good. All right, we are. We're rolling. And we're going to get into the quick six uh, horn in a second. So hang on, Jordan. But no, here's how this is a handbook for life for Matthew Barnaby. If you look, it says, Forward by Mark Messier and Eric Lindros. And they talk about what a great guy Barney is and how he's uh, symb- symbolic of don't give up on your dreams. Lindros talks about Barney's character, and he's awesome in all those regards. But how about this? The guy fought his way through midget hockey and into junior. And for three straight years, he fought almost every game and never won one fight. Never, but he never stopped. He just kept fighting. He literally fought his way into the National Hockey League. He got the crap it kicked out of him. Every game. It's kept going, and uh, to be honest, it reminds me a little bit of of this, and we will get into the quick six here right away, but yes, I was on NHL radio this morning, and I realized it's not the first time. You remember when they called when the Blues won the Stanley Cup. Uh, I was in Saskatchewan, and Scott Laughlin, the host, called and said, hey, when's the last time the Stanley Cup was in Saskatchewan? I'm like, last summer. You remember that interview? (laughs) It comes every summer. Yeah. Uh, But – but here's the thing. So he called me today to talk about the Florida Panthers, how Paul Maurice is going over here in South Florida, and Matthew Kachuk, and the Chuckies returned to Alberta, and then Connor Bedard. And a year ago, over a year ago, when I first came down here, this was my vision. This was my dream. I want to be in South Florida. I want to be the, the NHL guy on NHL radio. I'm going to the games. They gave me a pass. Why aren't they calling? I know all these guys on the networks. I
3: want to be the guy.
1: It took over a year for that dream to manifest itself with today's appearance on NHL radio. Then my phone's been blowing up all morning with hockey people that were listening because they have a huge audience. So um, you can't manifest these things overnight is what I'm telling everybody. Same thing as Barney making it to the NHL. What we're doing here on the RP show on Game Plus TV and WQEE, it's, it's a thing. You have to have a vision. You have to stick to it. and You have to work your sack off every day and have a mm-hmm. little gumption and help from great people like yourself and our whole crew at IKS. But uh, there's a big day today going on NHL radio. And this is what we talked about. Can you hit the quick six show horn, please? <laughs> How about and uh, we might have to roll this over and bring you back after Ryan Leslie Moose, because I'm not sure we'll have time. Evan Bouchard scored the tying goal with five seconds remaining in the third period. And Leon Dreisaitl got the winner 22 seconds into overtime as the Edmonton Oilers, beat the Florida Panthers 4-3. That 27-second gap marked the shortest time between a team scoring a regulation goal and an OT goal in NHL history. History made last night at the Florida Panthers' expense. Connor McDavid finished with a goal and two assists. Matthew Kachuk had a goal and a helper. Now just hang on. Steven Stamkos scored his second goal of the game in overtime to get the Tampa Bay Lightning a 6-5 win over the Buffalo Sabres. And Jack Hughes and Michael McLeod scored in the second period. Vitek Vanacek stopped 35 shots, and the New Jersey Devils rallied from an early two-goal deficit to beat the New York Rangers 5-3. That's just some of what happened on a very busy night. I know you're at the Raptors game, and that's coming up in my quick six, but what's the talk in Canada today, the motherland, the great white north from last night's NHL happenings, Moose? Tell me.
2: A lot of people talking about the Leafs and, and, and Red Wings out here, obviously, uh, the 4-2 yeah. win. They're happy about that, but it's, it's creeping in all this talk about the Oilers I kind of all check in the scores. 15 seconds left, they were up. And obviously, with five seconds left, they scored and scored. And you just kind of knew they were going to win that game in overtime. So great comeback. Maybe that's what they needed to turn the season around.
1: Um, Kinsman Telemiracle, by the way, the 50 50 raffle is live now. Telemiracle5050.com. You can purchase your tickets up until Friday, December the 16th. That's when we're going to make the draw. It's a great Saskatchewan tradition. We're raising money for the Kinsman Foundation. You have to be 19 years of age or older, and you have to be physically in the province of Saskatchewan to do it. So for all the Sasky expatriates, get your family to buy tickets for you with their credit card, e-transfer them the money, and let's push this thing well above a million dollars for the first time since we've been running it for three straight years. It's telemiracle5050.com. Now to tonight. Matthew Kachuk will make his return to the Scotiabank Saddle Dome when the Florida Panthers take on the Flames. Kachuk, of course, opted against re-signing a long-term deal with the Flames in the offseason and was later traded to the Panthers. And in other games tonight, the Montreal Canadiens host the San Jose Sharks, the Jets welcome the Colorado Avalanche, and the Vancouver Canucks entertain the Washington Capitals. I want to hear from the people of Calgary right in now. I think we've got our connection issues fixed. Um, And Ryan O'Radio checking in from Atlanta. Time for another great RP show. We're trying, Ryan. We're trying. Um, This is what I related on NHL radio. When you were around Calgary this summer, Darren, I think I had it right. Johnny Gaudreau leaving the Flames was ripping the heart out of the franchise. Ripping the heart out. And then it was like a day or two later that Matthew Kachuk informed the team that they weren't in his long-term plans. so you might as well move me. So then he got traded to Florida. And there was about a week of the Flames being stomped on by their own fans and the media, by the way, which I haven't forgotten what the media said about the Flames. And if I haven't forgotten, darn sure the Flames haven't forgotten what some of the media was saying, referring to them as a punchline. And Calgary's not a place you want to play. Just ask Kachuk and Goudreau. So, anyways, Kachuk was beloved there. I get that sense in the dressing room and in the city right up until the end, right up until he'd informed the team he. Wanted out. So I don't think he'll be booed tonight. When Gaudreau comes back in January with Columbus, will be a complete other story. But what do you think will happen tonight? I don't think he'll get booed, but I don't know. I don't
2: know. You know, I'll be watching and I'll be very curious. But at the end of the day, I don't think he'll get booed. I think there'll be a video tribute. And I think they'll give him an ovation. That's going to be my prediction. He'll get an ovation when he steps on the ice, for probably for warm-up. And then when they'd play the video trivia later in probably the first period.
1: I hope that's what happens. Um, by the way, from... Hang on. hang on. Well, I'll... No, this isn't bad. Kevin, the medium, writes in. He says, it was a great interview. Thank you, Kevin. The one on NHL radio. James in Manitoba says, I've seen a few Panthers fans that are not happy with Paul. Yeah, cool, but you have to understand, the second you start listening to the fans, you'll be sitting with them. No offense to the fans. It's the way it is. You can't listen to them. Just like people trying to tell us what to do with our show, which, incidentally, they don't normally tell us what to do because it's been proven we know what we're doing. John um, in Winnipeg says, "Woohoo! Sounded great on XM NHL Radio today, Rod. Thank you, Johnny Boy. I'll just walk it back for a second. Um, it's like the Flames fans and Calgarians, they're like, why wouldn't anybody want to live in Calgary and play for the Flames? It's like Rider fans. Why wouldn't everybody want to come play for the Rough Riders? And you pointed out it's like Leaf fans. I watched that clip 20 times. Toronto, Torontonians and Leaf fans. Why wouldn't everybody want to come play in Toronto? Darren, after time and time and time again of being proved otherwise, they still don't get it. You know, will they ever get it? Not everybody wants to play for your franchise. What do you think? It's just the way people are. Yes,
2: of course it is. It's the way people are. Unless your franchise is so terrible and, and, you know, losing for so long. Like, I think Arizona Coyotes fans sit there and think, okay, we understand (laughs) why people don't want to come and play here. They get it. But for everybody else, I don't think they're ever going to get it.
1: Uh, That is a fact. By the way, a word from our sponsor, Edo Japan. Delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. We got some great comments coming in from the viewers. I'll try and disperse those as we move along. We are starting our jersey bracket today. This dawned on me over the weekend. I'm tired of hearing this jersey sucks. This jersey's great. Let's settle it once and for all with a Democratic vote. So we're going to start a bracket. It should run us... Right through the winter, a very easy poll question every day for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. There you go. There's a look at it. It's bracket time with the RP Show. Every day, we're going to put two jerseys up against each other. Darren's going to put a bracket together because he's good with the social media kind of stuff of the spreadsheets. And today, our very first battle is this. Round one. The Tampa Bay Lightning versus the Florida Panthers. You can vote now on Twitter our Instagram story, and YouTube. And right now, this is turning into a pummeling. Even though Tampa Bay has beaten Florida in each of the last two playoff seasons, this ain't even close, at least from what I saw on Instagram and Twitter, Darren, Florida's running away with it. Now on YouTube, like over 60% were voting for the Tampa Bay Lightning. (laughs) Kevin the Medium says, we all know it's the Canucks. Well, you can say that, but that's why we have a vote. And at the end of the day, I... Well, I'm the LA Kings are what I'm saying. You're saying the Vancouver Canucks, you might be right, but let's settle this uh, once and for all with the vote. So I think that's going to be a lot of fun in the end. Do you think Vancouver's going to win it?
2: I don't know if they will. I think, you know, the San Jose Sharks are a front runner. Um, I remember I, you know, and I really love the Pittsburgh Penguins one as well. Very classic. I think Montreal mm-hmm. fans, I think to be honest, Because we're, you know, so big in the prairies and in Western Canada, I I bet you just based on that, it won't be the best jersey. It'll be one of like Winnipeg, Edmonton or Calgary that will win just because they'll bring the most fans to the vote. It was like old, old, old votes in the CFL. The Riders would win just because they had more fans voting. So that'll be curious to see.
1: Yeah. All we can do is make it available. Right. And we'll see who wins this thing. Uh, By the way, moving to football, point three, Benny Snell Jr.'s two-yard touchdown run gave Pittsburgh the lead with under 10 minutes to go. And the Steelers fended off a last-minute comeback bid to beat the Indianapolis Colts 24-17 on Monday night football. Benny Snell had 12 carries for a season-high 62 yards after replacing the injured Najee Harris in the third quarter. Harris was ruled out at halftime with an abdominal injury. Pittsburgh won its eighth straight over Indy. Um, Did you watch any of the game Uh, you're out here this eastern time zone are you noticing how it's really screwing with your sports watching really makes it a difference doesn't it
2: so late so late but we cut the end of it i mean the raptor game was Ah. over and it was only halftime at the football game so we went across the street and watched that and uh yeah i saw i saw that game and there was a couple opportunities for indy to win that game and and they never took advantage
1: Yeah, well, uh, the Colts lose again. Jeff. Saturday now, one and two. You know, and it's been awesome uh, getting on NHL radio today talking about the Panthers and Connor Bedard, which incidentally is our next point. Then we'll get to the NBA uh, and a little CFL stuff. But I got a call this morning from DeBuck, just so you know, Matt DeBuck, the coach at Cardinal Gibbons. He said, hey, Rod, do you play poker? And I said, not well. So for that case, no. And he goes, well, we got a bunch of guys getting together in Fort Lauderdale on Sunday night. would like you to come. Just hang out anyways. Make a donation. And so the football guys, uh, I'll be out with them Sunday night. These are NFL guys, college guys, high school guys. And uh, I said, how you feel about the playoff game he, that they lost Friday night? He's still mad, Darren. Still mad that they lost. This is the high school coach. And I'm like, "Yeah, Matt, you're not going to. I'm sorry, but you can't win three straight Florida championships. Three straight state championships. And he broke out laughing. They're the two-time 5A Florida State high school champions, and he's pissed off that they lost. And it tells you, I said, if the players had half the fire in their belly that DeBuck has, they'll be fine. But I think that the Blue Bombers are probably still feeling that after losing to Toronto in the Grey Cup, right? They're going after their third, and you don't win it. You think you own it, you know? So I just thought we'd get a kick out of that with a chat with DeBuck. We'll bring you back to talk Raptors later. Hawks lost last night, but we're going live to the Saddle Dome next. It is the warm-up. We're right in the middle of it. The RP Show is on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and the key, WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. New York Fries is a proud member of the Calgary community, and to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary. Open to families and the general public in support for Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations. Presented by New York Fries. The Panthers are on the road one night after a 4-3 loss at the Edmonton Orders in overtime. They visit the Calgary Flames tonight, and uh, we have him for a good time, not a long time. Sportsnet Flames host Ryan Leslie joins us, I believe, from the Saddle Dome in advance of the Flames and Panthers tonight. Ryan, appreciate you, my man. Uh, happy game day, and if, I, if you don't mind, can we jump right into it? What do we expect for the return of Chucky tonight, your good friend of the Saddle Dome?
0: I think it's, uh, Roddy, uh, great to be with you. I think it's going to be a uh, a welcome uh, return, at least tonight. Uh, I think people are going to have their final goodbye. I think it's going to be a matter of uh chance to, uh, as I've said in the past, I think, you know, Flames fans for the most part are probably going to sort of view Matthew as their guy. They drafted him. They saw him come into the league and they saw him with those shenanigans, and they embraced him for it. The antics, the playing on the edge, sometimes dipping a toe over it. Uh, They know what a dangerous player he was. There'll be some who say, look, he didn't want to be a part of this. I get it. Uh, We're going to boo him, Um, which is understandable. But uh, I think for the most part, at least tonight, unless he does some donkey move that drives everybody nuts, I think uh, at that point uh, things will change. But if he just kind of keeps it on the rails, who knows if he does? I I think he's pretty excited to be back here. Um, But I think the crowd will be uh, positive for the most part.
1: Well, I didn't realize that you two are as close as you are or were until I watched your Instagram live. What do you think he's going through today, Ryan, or is Guts churning, do you think? And I I would assume they are. Will that manifest onto the ice, do you think?
0: You know, I think he's an entertainer. I remember once saying to me, uh, look, I'm not a hockey player. I'm an entertainer. I kind of... Laugh at that, but uh, he knows uh, the, the bright lights and the spotlights on him, and it's been, for the most part, his entire career. He relishes it. I don't think nerves are a thing at all for this guy. I really don't. Um, I think he's just going to try and, you know, uh, play the exact way that Flames fans uh, knew and appreciated him for. So, you know, I think uh, I think it's business as usual for him. Uh, it, the back-to-back plays a little bit. There's not all the hype. We won't speak to him um publicly till after four i think here so uh they're not coming to the rink today so uh recover recuperate and get ready for what could be an emotional night on it but i I don't know if for the most part i think players would feel that um the moment won't be lost on him but i'm not sure nerves and uh anxiousness will be a thing
1: i'll come back to the game in a second but when johnny gaudreau comes back with columbus i don't think we'll be saying the same things that That might be different. Uh, Agree or disagree?
0: I would agree. Yeah, I think uh, the way that both players left were completely different. Um, And there was maximum return in the uh, deal for Kachuk, which he was very clear and had great dialogue with Brad Cherliving on. So, um, yeah, I,
1: I, I think there'll be very
0: different receptions.
1: So, and then to the game. Calgary Flames. I still think they are one of the top teams in the NHL talent-wise. But you've been with them for every game. Uh, they're a 500 team, as we sit here today. This is—it's not about Kachuk for the Flames tonight, right? It's about playing mm-hmm. a great game and getting two points.
0: Yeah, you need one more. You got to find some offense, and uh, you've got to—you've got to find one more big save that allows you to, you know, prevents you rather from being deflated uh, early on or or middle of the game, whatever. They've been happy with a lot of their game. They just need some offense, and they need a timely save. Um, you know, they, they had it, certainly, from Dan Vladar, um, but it's um, Jacob Markstrom who knows, admittedly, uh, that he's got to make one more big, so can't have a gaffe. But right now, the concern in this city, Roddy, is where's the offense? And there's a lot of talk about, listen, if, if these guys aren't scoring, why aren't we going to the American League when you've got Matthew Phillips, a Calgary guy, who is lighting it up, player of the week, you know, leading scorer in the American League right here, you know, in Calgary for the Wranglers. And he is small. I just don't think he's going to get a a a shot at this. And uh, it's really tough because there's a growing, uh, it's not a murmur anymore. It's a full-on conversation. Why wouldn't you call this guy up? Nobody else is scoring. Send a message. Get this kid in there for a game or two and see. Put him on the right type of line. See if he can kickstart this thing. Now, that's not going to fly with uh, uh, Daryl Sutter uh, in terms of letting the outside dictate anything. But, you know, there was a lot of Flames presence at that Wrangler game uh, over the weekend, and rightly so. It's still here in Calgary. You've got to do your scouting on this. But to get eyes on Matthew Phillips, to see what he's doing statistically, you wonder if there's a sniff. But I would say no.
1: Well, you brought up Daryl, and it's my last question before I let you go. I'm wondering what he's saying about this. I heard him say, maybe to you, we didn't have a lot of spots open going into training camp. The, the roster was generally set, but that Wranglers team, you mentioned Phillips, they've got Connor Zeri, they've got Cole Schwint. There's a lot of guys that could be called up, but the Flames are underachieving right now. So do you think eventually they will start making those moves, those call-ups?
0: Well, they've had to, uh, on the back end, certainly, um, with the injury. So they have, they have done that. And some American league guys came up, um, up front, you know, there were some injuries Adam Rizicka, you know, he's playing really well, then took a step back, then responded really well. Um, yeah. so, but there are a number of underachievers here right now, Roddy on the offensive department. So, um, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility, but, you know, Daryl's a, just what you know when you think you know he's going to do the opposite so factor that it's like the seinfeld episode sure. right um but yeah he's uh it's his show and uh and it's his roster and uh i certainly uh you know would never question what an nhl coach uh is doing in terms of uh bench management and that type of thing but it's pretty it's pretty interesting to see how this plays out because it's really hard to ignore the obvious right now. The goalie, or rather the uh, the offense, is dried up. Well, you got a guy who's lighting it up in the American League. It makes a lot of sense. That doesn't mean it'll necessarily happen.
1: Fun to watch, fun to follow, fun to talk to you, my friend. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Have a great broadcast. Say hey to my guy Len, the uh, our favorite usher, and I'll be seeing you soon. Oh, Lenny, yeah. All right, man. Great to be with you. Enjoy the uh, All warmth. right. Thanks, you, Rod. Appreciate you. Ryan Leslie, Sportsnet Flames. It's a very big game tonight. One of nine, the Florida Panthers at the Calgary Flames. Um, we can bring Moose in if he's still kicking around. Uh, if not, I can handle it here for a while. Northside Y.E.G. checks in from Edmonton and says, ask Ryan Leslie why the Flames aren't going to make the playoffs this year. Um, how about no? I'm not going to ask that. Sorry for kicking the camera there. But it does make you wonder. Uh, are both the Flames and Oilers going to be in the playoffs this year? They're not both right now, but they did a little flip flop here over the last couple of days. Jennifer from the Four Seasons writes in, and she says, um, "I loved that yesterday. I loved that yesterday in Edmonton, even if it was just watching on TV. Would have been better being there." Oh yeah, what an end! What a game! What was it? Three fifty nine into the game, the Panthers scored, got the one nothing lead, held. Now the lead went back and forth. They had a lead with 30 seconds to go. Kachuk blows the tire in overtime and is on the ice for the game winner against. Wow. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, great insight from Ryan Leslie. That's why we got him. Imagine a daytime sports talk show that goes live to the venue on game day. How about from my that? my cousin Christine. Good morning from med and Hat. Are the Tigers playing tonight? No. How about no? Which reminds me, there are two games in the dub tonight. The Regina Pats are at the Kelowna Rockets, and the Moose Jaw Warriors are at Victoria. The Pats are mopping the floor with BC Division opponents, <clears throat> by the way, on this West Coast trip, if you haven't noticed. Uh, from some of the viewers on the comments here, do Boy, Northside Edmonton's got a lot to say for himself here. Everybody calling <laughs> Kachuk Turtle Island. You guys ever going to get over that? Ever? I mean, I get it, but he doesn't even play for the Flames anymore. Bringing it back. Poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, as we open our jersey bracket, and this thing's going to run all winter, I love, I love how much you people... Get into the jerseys. On Twitter, 74% in this bracket. Bracket opener today, the Florida Panthers versus the Tampa Bay Lightning. 74% voting for the Florida Panthers. I believe they call it palms and pucks. It's not this logo, but it's similar to it. You've seen it. The baby blue jerseys. Uh, I think Florida in in a romp. Too bad that wasn't the case when the two teams played each other. Our NHL coverage brought to you in part by Bronco Plumbing, Heating and Cooling. Hiring now. Find out everything you need to know about Bronco at broncoplumbing.com and our Facebook and Instagram pages. By the way, just a note on Connor Bedard. In the interview on NHL Network Radio this morning with Scott Laughlin, he asked me about number 98 of God's team, the Regina Pats. And um, basically, what is there to say? We're not talking about him being traded or not. It didn't come up on the NHL radio interview, but just about how great this kid is a hundred and thank you Clark for this 176 points in a hundred games and he's still only 17 and what's he going to do with the world juniors and is he a lock to be the number one overall pick? Yes, he is. But Adam Fentilli of Michigan and uh, Mishkov of Russia are breathing down his neck and you know, the World Juniors this year might have a lot to say about that. Can we get a ruling on, is Russia going to be in the World Juniors this year? Like, I understand that Hockey Canada has gone under the radar big time, but we haven't had a camp invite list for the tournament. I don't know if Russia's going to be there or not. Somebody want to let me know? I feel like Barney trying to find out if uh, Canadian universities offer athletic scholarships or not. You tell me, is, is he ready to go and then go to a break? Is that the deal? Oh, they're still trying to get Barney in. Um, by the way, oh, oh, he is. Okay, we'll get to the fact that uh, Adam Big Hill has signed a contract extension with Winnipeg in a moment. Uh, the Atlanta Hawks. Here come the Hawks, losing last night at Philly, one hundred four, one hundred one. The Hawks got to get it together. And as you know, we're airing daily in Metro Atlanta on WQEE. And the Raptors won over Cleveland last night, one hundred to eighty eight. Just one last word in this segment from our sponsor, New York Fries. They're a proud member of the Calgary community. And to give back, they're hosting free public skating opportunities at ice rinks around Calgary, open to families and the general public in support of Kids Sport Calgary. Visit FamilySkateYYC.com for a full list of times and locations presented by New York Fries. Get your questions and comments ready for famed NHL pugilist and soon-to-be best-selling author Matthew Barnaby. He joins us next. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE The Key 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP show continues, and just before our chat with Matthew Barnaby, in theaters now at your local Landmark Cinemas, Devotion. An aerial war epic based on the best-selling book of the same name tells the harrowing true story of two elite U.S. Navy fighter pilots during the Korean War. Their heroic safra- sacrifices would ultimately make them the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. It's Devotion. We all love these war movies. In theaters now at your local landmark cinemas. Okay, let's bring in Matthew Barnaby. And before we go any further, any donkeys can sit and talk talk, which we're about to, because we're a couple of donkeys. But Barney, listen, man, I'm three chapters into this. And for those that don't know, Mark Messier wrote one of the forewords. The others by Eric Lindros. This is a story that should inspire any boy or girl to never give up on their dreams. That's from Mess. That's not what I'm getting out of this book. I'm, well, that and other things. But Barney, I'll just say this. When you think there's nobody in the world that gets you, I get you. So there's at least one other roaming this planet that gets you, Barney, after reading this. And I'm just wondering, how's the journey been, the book tours, the signings since this thing got released? How's it going, man? It's good, RP. Thanks for having me on. And man,
6: it looks beautiful down in Florida. I miss it already. Can't wait to get back there in in January. But, you know, the whole process of writing a book, I wanted to do it for a long, long time for various reasons. And I think as I get older, um, it's something I can leave to my kids and they can have. And it's just, you know, I think I have a pretty good story. I was drafted last overall in in junior and was fortunate enough to play. And I always said I was lucky. And it wasn't until my wife said, "You, you weren't lucky. You just, you worked really hard. you were at the right place at the right time. But you know, you missed a lot of things in your childhood and you, you worked really hard and you took on a role and you really did anything uh, to, to make it to that next level. And, you know, the journey of writing the book, it took about a year. Uh, it's a long, long process. And for a guy with a grade 11 and a half uh, a couple times, sure. it was it was a it was a fun process, a long process. Uh, but also it was a therapy without spending $250 an hour, uh, in the end to a, to a therapist. So, uh, a lot of fun things. I'm really glad I did it, Would never write another one. Cause it takes a long, long time. Uh, but man, it was fun. And these book signings have been great. You get to see fans that, you know, you, you always, when you retire, you, you miss playing in the playoffs. I don't miss playing game to game. But you miss the fans. You miss them cheering your name. Everyone has a little bit of an ego. Um, and you, it's, it's just nice to be appreciated. And I think this book brings a lot of that back and was also, for me, able to thank a lot of people that helped me along the way achieve my goal of playing the NHL.
1: Well, um, as Mess says, it's you know a story inspiring any boy or girl not to give up on their dreams. What I take away from it, and we'll get to the viewer comments here in a second, is don't be afraid to fail. Like I said, I'm only three chapters in. You got your butt kicked forever when you first started fighting. It it seems like three years. You never want to fight. You kept fighting, and you made it into the (laughs) NHL. You weren't afraid to lose. That that, that translates to life. You know that, Barney, right? That
6: translates to life 100%, RP. This isn't a book just about you know, that when I started reading it, I I, I think about, you know, the failures I have and the ups and downs you have. And we're all human. We make mistakes. I've been knocked down. You got to get back up. Don't feel sorry for yourself. We all go through tough times. I can go to my childhood and, and not having a dad. That, that's just an excuse. You know, find a, find find a way. Find a way to motivate yourself and you know, we always talk and, and I say a lot of things, and I try to do public speaking and, and get into motivational speaking for, for companies and uh, out there. And, you know, I don't know if there's lazy people or if it's just you haven't found something that motivates you. And I think, you know, for me, I, I, I grew up poor. I grew up with no money. I, I wanted a way out. And for me, um, I wasn't going to be a brain surgeon. I can tell you that. So I had to find another way, <laughs> whether it was hockey or, like you said, anything, any realm in, in life. Now that we're, you know, I'm out of hockey. And you, you get knocked down. You, you, you have to find a way to pick yourself up and, and, and try to be the best version of yourself that you can, not only for you, for your, for your family, for your, for your kids, for your, for, your, for your partner, whatever it may be, but most of all, for yourself.
1: Well, the book's amazing. Your kids will be proud of you, which I know they already are. Man, I can't wait to get through the next uh, chapter. Ted and Redyear says, clearly I need to get the book. Yes, you do. And, Barney, remind me to remind people how they can get it. And Frank Salazar's watching. He says, nice shirt, Rod. Will you be there? Yes, I'll be at FLA Live Arena for the NHL All-Star Game first week of February. We'll be here. We'll give you details on that, too. But, uh, Barney, so with Matthew Kachuk's return to the Saddledome tonight with the Panthers, you said Brad Marchand is something you always aspired to be as a player. Where does Kachuk fit in there? What's your read on him? Man, he he's he's right up there. Like I,
6: I was those guys with not as much talent. And you look at Brad Marchand and how skilled he is playing in, you know, the Olympics and playing on a line with Sidney Crosby and then like just absolutely incredible stuff. Matthew Kachuk is, I think, what every pest wants to be. He wants to be villain number one in any place that he goes. And you look at, you know, him leaving Calgary, he was a fan favorite and and rightfully so. He, he You know, plays every shift like it's his last, every game like it's his last. And I think that's what everyone wants. Now, when he leaves and because he wanted to leave, now you become villain number one. I was that guy. Um, Not the same. I'm not comparing myself talent-wise to to Matthew Kachuk, but I played in Buffalo for seven years. I was the one that asked out and I got traded to Pittsburgh. When my first game back, are there nerves? Absolutely. Did I want to be hated by Buffalo fans now? Absolutely, that was part of it, and that's a tricky thing because you still want to be admired by the fans that loved you and and really those first seven years of my career. But when I come back, if I'm not hated by the Buffalo Sabres fans, I'm not doing my job for Pittsburgh, and that's my ultimate goal is to be hated. But he will have nerves, he will have jitters, Uh, and and once that you know the first couple shifts get out of the way, then it's back to Matthew Kachuk being himself. But he is going to be a pain in the ass and he's going to do everything he can
1: to be villain number one every time he plays in calgary well they're going to want to get the win he's going to want to have a good showing i'm sure he won't be able to have a nap this afternoon uh it's going to be a hell of a hockey game florida panthers at the calgary flames tonight one night after by the way the Oilers coming back to beat the Panthers last night, that tying goal and overtime winner was the quickest span in NHL history for a tying goal and OT winner. Like the Panthers must've felt like they got their pants pulled down last night. Were you following that game at Rogers place? By the way, I
6: was off and on. I was watching football and watching a lot of different things, but pulling my pants down and crapping my pants. I think that is chapter 13 or 12. I can't remember. I haven't got that there yet. the Drake hotel in, in Chicago with Dennis Rodman, but that's, a story for people to, to read. Yeah, it was hey, Edmonton. Listen, I, I'd love to play center in between these two guys might be three centers, three elite centers on one line, but if there's a team that can do it and, and you know, we saw it against the New York Rangers last week or earlier in the week that, you know, they can come back. No lead is safe with this team, you know, when they have the likes of, of Dreisaitl and David. Um, Bouchard scored a couple the other night. So these guys can fall behind, and that's what I love about the NHL. It used to be, you know, mid-90s, 2-0, turn off the TV, go to bed. We're going to see a hook fest uh, till the end. Now, no lead safe, and I think that's great for hockey.
1: Yeah, well, ask the New York Rangers against the orders on Saturday. John Ohm. 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 Says Matthew Barney. You need to come to Winnipeg for a book signing, dude. Let's go back to the book for the rest of this interview. we got about three minutes. What's the tour ahead? How do people get you to their town if they want to? What's up? First of all, is the Palomino Club still there? If it
6: is, no, I'm in. No, it's not. It isn't it's there. Not. Okay, Winnipeg, I'm, I'm only going there in the summer. We can go fishing or boating or doing something. I'm not coming in February. I made that mistake once. That's not happening again, but uh, we are going to do a Western tour in like April, May in conjunction with some uh, Alzheimer's events. Gordy How Care some stuff that I have coming out that way. Anyone, we are going to Buffalo again uh, in the coming weeks. Uh, we couldn't hit all the spots that I wanted, that I, you know, frequented a lot, all the restaurants. Uh, I was stuck uh, in Florida, in Orlando, visiting my son who plays hockey in the East Coast League, and there was a small little hurricane More of a tropical storm, so I had to delay some of those going back to Buffalo in a few weeks, then Toronto, and finishing up in Ottawa before the new year. And anyone that wants to get it, whoever's in the States listening, uh, you can go to any of the chapters anywhere throughout Canada. I know we're stocked in Western Canada at the Indigos. If you want it personalized, you can either go to my site, matthewbarnaby36.com, or just email me at matthewbarnaby3636 at gmail.com, and I can personalize it, do whatever you want.
1: Yeah, well, hey, you're doing it right, and uh, you got our full support. Whatever you need, and I will be writing a full review on it when I'm done. Shouldn't be long, maybe by the end of the week. But it's unfortunate with our former teams that things go this way. I mean, my book was pulled from all the shelves of the Rough Riders stores. The Sabres aren't selling yours, maybe for different reasons. What's the what's the story there, Barney? I hear the stories are too hot. What's what's up yeah? With
6: that? You know why I, I, I said? Is it is it too unfiltered? Is too hot for you guys to to handle it? And it isn't. I mean, it's, I, I'm, no one's going to jail with this. Uh, no no uh, marriages are being broken up. Are there some great stories and some stuff that you'll be blown away? Yeah, there, You know, there's some inside the NHL stuff. You know, I sent out a tweet about three years ago saying that the Sabres haven't made the playoffs in eight years and probably going to be another five. And that their ownership, you know, Kim Pagula, uh, who actually recently fell sick. So I don't want to pile on because that that's more important than anything that's going on in my life for this book. But, you know, I tweeted out that I was more capable of flying a 747 and put a picture of me in a 747 than she was of running an NHL team. And I firmly believe that. There's too many cooks in the kitchen in Buffalo. They're 11 years without making the playoffs. It's going to be 12. It sucks when you're, you're already at, at you know Thanksgiving in, in the United States and uh, you're about 11, 12 points out of a playoff position. So it's going to be 12 years. So I stand by those comments. I am unfiltered. The book's unfiltered. And uh, they canceled last minute. It's, it's, I just, it's not a big deal in the end. Uh, I just wanted to be able to see a lot of Sabres fans there. So instead of, uh, you know, doing it there, I'm just really going to every place right around the rink on game days. And that's how, how you get back. It.
1: Doesn't it suck when you speak the truth? truth hurts yes uh barney keep it up man I'll, uh, I'll i'll be shooting you a text from time to time when something dawns on me i particularly love the neil houston story last night so man keep keep <laughs> being you and uh, happy holidays thanks to you as well and yes
6: i love the text last night i said another goal by H- neil houston he said no another five minute major ten minute misconduct game misconduct from neil houston so cheers exactly. buddy thanks for the support <laughs>
1: Thanks, Barney. The great Matthew Barnaby joining us on video chat today from Ottawa. We'll be back with a viewer takeover sports update. Gus Ferrat on the way in hour two. It's the RP Show on Game Plus TV. YouTube Live, your favorite podcast platform, and WQEE, the key, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Okay, here we go. Welcome back. What a great day to talk sports. Matthew Kachuk's return to Calgary. I see writing into our Facebook page, Eric Ellis says, this will be my first NHL game. Should be a memorable one. Oh man, do you remember yours? Let's talk about that next hour when we come back in hour two. What was your first NHL game? Mine was a doozy. I remember it very well. It was in Edmonton, 1984. A sports update. The Toronto Blue Jays are making a small change. Where's my bell? Breaking news from Toronto. The Blue Jays are making a small change to some home game start times next year, pushing back the first pitch for Sunday matinees by half an hour to 1.37 p.m. Eastern. With a few exceptions over the course of the season, weekday start times will remain at 7.07 p.m. And Saturdays will be 3.07 p.m. The home schedule at the newly renovated Rogers Center will kick off April 11th against the Detroit Tigers. NHL tonight, as mentioned, Matthew Kachuk faces his former team as the Florida Panthers visit the Calgary Flames. Kachuk, who had a 104-point season for the Flames last season, was dealt to Florida this summer for Jonathan Huberdo and Mackenzie Weger in a package deal. Also tonight, the Montreal Canadiens host San Jose, the Winnipeg Jets welcome Colorado, and the Vancouver Canucks entertain Washington. From the CFL... All-star linebacker Adam Big Hill has agreed to a two-year contract extension with the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Big Hill is a three-time winner of the CFL's Most Outstanding Defensive Player Award and a three-time Great Cup champion. Last season, he led the Bombers in total defensive plays with 72 tackles, two sacks, one interception, and one tackle for a loss. The sports update for Edo Japan from hand-rolled sushi to bento box meals Made with her famous teriyaki sauce, Ito Japan's menu has something for everyone. And also for the Kinsman TeleMiracle online 50/50 raffle, it's live now. That draw date's coming up, Friday, December the 16th. And do you have your tickets yet? We're still a Saskatchewan show. It's our number one region for audience, largest numbers, 70,000 homes on SaskTel Max TV. You're watching us right now. Get on the computer. Go to. Tell America 5050.com right now, or even on your phone like I did, and buy your tickets. You have to be 19 years of age or over physically in the province of Saskatchewan, and we'll make the draw on Friday, December the 16th. Our first two raffles raised over a million dollars to support the work of the Kinsman Foundation in Saskatchewan, so please don't delay. Get yours today. Not much time left in this hour. I will remind you, it's... It's... Kind of dead here on the text line, people. What I would like to do is have you pick up the phone wherever you're watching from. We're on the air in all 10 provinces in Canada, 31 U.S. states. That's just on television. We've got the entire state of Georgia listening on the radio. Send us a text, 902 518 3033. And I would like to talk a little bit about this show next hour when Moose rejoins and NFL Pro Bowl quarterback Gus Barat. Last minute of play in hour one, just this book of Barney's. I couldn't believe he said he was not afraid to say that he got his butt kicked three years. He fought before he even won a fight in midget and then junior. And finally went to the uh, national hockey league with the Buffalo Sabres and got beat up there. He didn't care. And it was just reminds me a little bit of this show. I mean, we just, (laughs) we went on the air. We don't care if we lose. We just want to have fun and do our thing. And it's worked out. And, um, yeah, there's a little more to it than that. But this is an inspirational book, I'm telling you right now. And f- funny. It's just he doesn't mean to be an inspiration. That's the funny part about Barney. So we'll talk about that and more. And as I mentioned, guests for out with us an hour two. So stick around. We'll be right back after this quick break on Game Plus and WQEE.